Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska, and this is today's Bible class. A short Bible study, only about 13 minutes, but every day, seven days a week, keeping us in God's Word and thereby helping us to grow in our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Romans 10 and verse 17 as we emphasize continually. But being in God's word every day helps us to have a more positive spiritual focus in our mindset to be able to deal with life every day. It also helps keep us closer in our relationship with God and more focused, again, on our spiritual well-being. Share these short studies with everybody you can. Get people you know into God's Word by sharing these studies through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means with family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You may help somebody grow in their faith, come to God. You may help somebody get to heaven. Great blessing for them, but also a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study, talking about a heart problem. And that heart problem is laziness. And this is a heart problem that is becoming more and more pronounced in our land today. I've been emphasizing that throughout this particular line of study. But we need to recognize it, and we need to realize it, we need to admit it, and we need to deal with it. We have become a culture that while noble in our intent. We want to help people who are down and out. We have, abs- we have actually contributed by helping a whole lot of people just plain be lazy when they could work and provide for themselves. Now, again, our intent has been noble. We want, we want to have compassion. We want to be benevolent. We want to help people who are down and out. But we have developed and set in place such systems along those lines that have actually become abused and taken advantage of by people who simply want to be taken care of and not have to work for themselves even though they could and they should. Well, we have to, we have to make adjustments. We have to make corrections. Still have that compassion still have that benevolent mindset, but not enable habitually lazy people who just want to take advantage of others and expect others to take care of them, we cannot enable them to continue in that mindset and lifestyle. It's going to be self-destructive. I'm afraid it already is being self-destructive to our nation. Well, Laziness. We again, we don't want to talk just philosophically. What we're really looking at here is, as all of these today's Bible class studies do, we're looking at it from a spiritual perspective. Laziness is a choice. It's a choice. We're not talking about not being able to get a job because of an economic economic downturn. We're talking about a choice to simply not work for a living. And that's condemned in Scripture. It is an ungodly choice. Now, we've been looking at some Scripture references. Let's go on. For the, the lazy person, the person who's just lazy, and again, we're not talking about taking a day off. We're not talking about just having a lazy day or maybe taking a week's vacation and saying, you know, I'm just going to be lazy. I'm just going to relax and take it easy. And then at the end of 
that week, you go back to work and you're productive again. That's not what we're talking about. We're, ta- we're not also not talking about somebody who is clinically depressed, which is a physiological disorder that has to do with the synapses in the brain. We're not talking about that kind of person who cannot bring themselves to get out of bed until late in the day because of their medical condition. We're talking about a person who could work for a living but does not want to do that. He wants other people to take care of him or her. Well, that is what we're talking about, true laziness. And for that kind of a person, you know, how do they excuse that? Well, any old excuse is good enough to make idleness seem reasonable. The wise man wrote in Proverbs 22 and verse 13, the lazy man says, there is a lion outside. I shall be slain in the streets. <laughs> Again, we're using vivid imagery here in the scriptures. So what is he saying? I can't go to work. I can't go look for a job. It's dangerous out there. So he finds that as an excuse, but he's making it up, basically, and exaggerating it, you know, so he doesn't need to go out. He's making an excuse that gives his conscience a sense of, of well-being. You know, I, don't, I can't go out there. Something might happen to me. I might get mugged. You know? Well, any old excuse works, doesn't it? Not really, but it does to that person who is just lazy. Several of these dismal images of laziness are are portrayed in rapid succession in Proverbs chapter 26, verses 13 through 16. Listen. The lazy man says, there is a lion in the road. A fierce lion is in the streets. As a door turns on its hinges, so does the lazy man on his bed. In other words, really slow. The lazy man buries his hand in the bowl. It wearies him to bring it back to his mouth, too lazy to even feed himself. The lazy man is wiser in his own eyes than seven men who can answer sensibly. Again, Proverbs 26, verses 13 through 16. Oh, that lazy person, he thinks he's pretty smart, doesn't he? Yeah, he can give you advice on life while he's living perhaps even in squalor himself because he's too lazy to get a job. A person ought to be able to view the ruin of laziness and thereby learn a valuable lesson on a self-destructive lifestyle to avoid that lifestyle of laziness. In Proverbs 24, beginning with verse 30, we read this. I went by the field of the lazy man and by the vineyard of the man devoid of understanding. And there it was, all overgrown with thorns. Its surface was covered with nettles. Its stone wall was broken down. When I saw it, I considered it well. I looked on it and received instruction. What instruction? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. So shall your poverty come like a prowler and your need like an armed man. Again, Proverbs 24, verses 30 through 34. Now, what does he mean by a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding the hands to rest? Just ongoing all day long. Finding another excuse. No, I I, I don't need to get out there in that field today. 
No, no, I don't need to fix that that uh, broken hinge in the door. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't, I don't need to go wash those dishes that have been piling up in the kitchen sink for the last five days. No, any old excuse works. Continual neglect will lead to the ruin of whatever is neglected. And for the lazy person, the person who's just plain lazy, continual neglect will lead to his ruin because he's neglecting his life. And it may lead to the, to the ruin of his family because he's neglecting their well-being by not taking care of them by working a job and earning a living. Continual laziness will lead to the ruin of that life, of that lazy person and his family. Look at what the wise man wrote in Ecclesiastes chapter 10, beginning with verse 16. Woe to you, O land, when your king is a child, and your pr- princes feast in the morning. In other words, they're not doing the work they're supposed to be doing. They don't have the focus they should be having as the leaders of the land. Blessed are you, O land, when your king is the son of nobles, and your princes feast at the proper time for strength and not for drunkenness. Because of laziness, the building decays, and through idleness of hands, the house leaks. A feast is made for, for laughter, and wine makes merry. But money answers everything. Ecclesiastes 10, 16 through 19. Well, how do we gain the, fun in, the funds to take care of the, the repairs that need to be made to the roof or whatever? We work for it. We work a job. In the Lord's parable of the talents, it was the lazy servant who did, no, who did nothing with what he was entrusted with by his master. And because he did nothing with it, he was pronounced wicked and condemned to outer darkness, Matthew 25, verse 18, and verses 24 through 30. Paul cast the Cretans in a most unfavorable light, describing them in part as lazy gluttons, Titus 1 and verse 12. Well, strong language, isn't it? And we could say, uh, yeah, powerful language. It's instructive language, and we need to pay attention. It's God's word warning against and even condemning laziness. Well, let's pray together. Father, help us to not be lazy. Help us to be hardworking, productive, to be responsible in our needs to work for a living and to provide for our families. Help us to utilize the abilities that you have blessed us with to be able to do exactly that. Please be merciful with us, Father. Help us, strengthen us, give us your wisdom and guidance. And please, Father, please, please forgive us. Hear our prayer, gracious Father. In Jesus' name, amen.